Happy New Year! Wow, those were some powerful testimonies. If your faith is lifted up for 2018, then let me hear you put your hands together for Jesus Christ, the Most High God. Hallelujah. You may all have your seats. So yes, I first want to start off by asking a question. I want to ask how many people here had a New Year's resolution for 2017, last year, but weren't able to keep it? Okay? Come on, let's be honest. Maybe there was something at the beginning of the year that you started, but you never were really able to complete or finish that thing. Then let me see your hand. Okay, yes, you know, me too. Me too, it happens to many of us every year. And it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to leave something incomplete. I mean, imagine if I start singing a song. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No. And I just end it like that. You would say, hey, wait a minute. That's not the way the song's supposed to end. Some people would say, what's wrong with this guy? Others would say, boo, get him off the stage. Because it doesn't feel good to leave something incomplete. All right, so let's try it again this time. All right, let's try it again. Let's sing it together. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. Uh-huh. You see, that's well done. Put your hands together for yourselves. You see, something that is not done well is not done at all. It feels good to complete something that we have started. So today, for the first Sunday of the new year, 2018, we are going to talk about what it takes to become a finisher. Are you ready for that? Yes. Hallelujah. So yes, my name is Frank, I'm from the United States of America, and I'm an evangelist in training under my father and the Lord, Prophet T.V. Joshua. Now, let me tell you, thank you, let me tell you, being on this altar is a very special privilege. 
Just because you've been given the grace before, doesn't mean it will always be given. So yes, I appreciate being here so very, very much. And I want you to know that this message is for me as much as it is, as it is for you. Because as we just said, we know what it feels like to leave something incomplete. And let me tell you, that is against the principle of Jesus. Because Jesus was a finisher. He was just 30 years old when he started his ministry. And he performed so many miracles and touched so many lives. Yes, he was a finisher. What do I mean? What I mean is, he completed the bridge that links man to God. Yes, that was his mission, and he finished it. Now mankind can approach God without fear, unlike before Jesus came. That is why we are here today. So, I want to tell you that just like Jesus Christ is a finisher, those who are born again in his name, I mean those who are adopted by the Holy Spirit, are destined to be just like him. That will lead us to the title of our message today, Born to be a Finisher. Tell your neighbor, I am born to be a finisher. Hallelujah. So yes, there is nothing new under the sun. Throughout history, many successful people have ended in failure. So, let us now go to our Bibles, okay, and see an example of what we're talking about. Okay, let us open our Bibles, and we are going to turn to 1 Samuel chapter 10, and we will read verses 9 through 11. Okay? Now a little bit about the passage we are about to read. The passage we are about to read takes place about 1,000 years before Christ. And a man by the name of Saul has just been appointed as the first king over the nation of Israel by prophet Samuel. Okay? So now let us read and see how the kingship of Saul began. Okay? This is 1 Samuel chapter 10, and we will read verses 9 through 11. Verse 9. As Saul turned to leave Samuel, God changed Saul's heart. And all these signs were fulfilled that day. When he and his servant arrived at Gibeah, a possession of prophets met him. The Spirit of God came powerfully upon him, and he joined in the prophesying. When all those who had formerly saw him, saw him prophesying with the prophets, they asked each other, What is this that has happened to the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? Hmm. Wow. So that's interesting. When Saul was first anointed king of Israel, he was given such a mighty grace that the Spirit of God came powerfully upon him and he began prophesying 
with the prophets. So, was King Saul able to finish his kingship with the same glory he began it with? Well, let's find out. Let us now turn our Bibles to 1 Chronicles chapter 10. Okay? That's 1 Chronicles chapter 10. And let us read how the kingship of Saul ended. Now this passage that we are about to read takes place after King Saul had ruled over the nation of Israel for 43 years. Okay, let us read from verse 1. Now the Philistines fought against Israel. The Israelites fled before them, and many fell dead on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines were in hot pursuit of Saul and his sons, and they killed his sons, Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malchashua. The fighting grew fierce around Saul, and when they saw the archers overtook him, they wounded him. Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and run through me, or these uncircumcised fellows will come and abuse me. But his armor-bearer was terrified and wouldn't do it. So Saul took out his own sword and fell on it. When the armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he too fell on his own sword and died. So Saul and his three sons died, and all his house died together. Okay, now because of time, let us jump to verse 13. Verse 13, Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord and even consulted a medium for guidance. It did not inquire of the Lord. So the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. Wow. You see that? Saul's kingship began in power, but it ended in shame. Tell your neighbor, your exit will be remembered longer than your entry. Yes, the beginner is not the owner, is not the possessor, but the finisher is. Unfortunately, the case of King Saul is similar to many of us today. We have all seen renowned athletes, entertainers, and politicians once shake the world, only to end their careers in shame. Why? because they failed to acknowledge the giver of their blessing. You see, the single problem that we have today is that Jesus has all we need to live for him. But we refuse to play our own role. Jesus said in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. You see, the world can give you peace, pleasure, and the like.
but it can never stand the test of time. Whatever Satan gives with one hand, he takes what your life depends on with the other hand. Yes, dreams crash daily on the rocks of temptation. Many would rather choose temporary pleasure rather than permanent gain. And you can never be a finisher when you listen to the suggestion of Satan. Whatever starts dubiously ends dubiously. Yes, the devil is always at work, like a prowling lion, ready to devour whatever you receive. And that is why we need God more in blessing than in trouble. But the kind of peace that Jesus gives you is everlasting peace. But it's important for you to know it is not a one-sided affair. You see, Christianity is a relationship. And a relationship needs to grow. If you don't continue to grow, well, <laughs> that's the end of your relationship. That means it's not all up to God. We also have a role to play. It is God's role to keep his promises. And it is our role to obey his word. Prophet T.B. Joshua says, he took care of the depth of his relationship with God. And Jesus took care of the breadth of his success. Yes, obedience is the key. This is why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 44, He who, who endures to the end shall be saved. Ask your neighbor, are you really born to be a finisher? Yes. You see, mankind was created in the image and likeness of God. That means that you are one of the greatest products of the Holy Spirit. But because of sin, relationship was broken. That means in order for you to be a finisher, you need to live your life the same way you began it. Yes, you must be truly born again. And let me tell you, many people today consider themselves to be born again. I mean, they're convinced beyond a reasonable doubt that Jesus Christ is the Lord, the healer, the redeemer. But it's important to know that it is one thing to be convinced. It is another thing to be converted. There are many here today who are convinced, but not yet converted. And let me tell you, Jesus is looking for those who are truly converted, not those who are just merely convinced. To be converted is to obey God's word, to obey his commands. You may be convinced, but remember, knowing God is not only seeing his works, but learning his ways. To be converted 
you must have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit shows us how wrong our sins are. He helps us to accept Jesus Christ as our Savior. He completely changes our lives. And this is what it means to be converted. This is what it means to be born again. I mean adopted by the Holy Spirit. God has given victory to every person who is born again. It cannot be earned or merited. It can only be received by faith. When you by faith make God's word the standard for your life, His promises will begin to manifest in everything that has to do with you. That means those who once saw you as a failure will see you as a successful person. Those who once saw you as poor will see you as a blessed person. Those who once saw you as sick will see you as a healthy person. Now I'm not saying that disappointment will never come. I'm not saying that you can never be sick. What I am saying is that as a Christian, no challenge shall overcome you because you are born to be a finisher. Yes. So, let us now go back to our Bibles again. Let us read another passage. And this time, we are going to turn to the New Testament. And we are going to turn to the book of 2 Timothy. Alright, that's 2 Timothy. And we are going to read chapter 4 and verse 7. Now, this passage was written by Apostle Paul to his son in the Lord, Timothy, after he found out that he was going to be executed by the Romans. So let us read what he had to say, okay? This is 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 7. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Hmm. Wow, what a powerful statement of faith. He said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Yes, Apostle Paul knew that the children of God don't die. They are transmuted. He understood that death for the believer is not a period. It is just a comma. Are you ready to fight the good fight? Are you ready to keep the faith? Are you born to be a finisher? Then let me hear the finisher shout a mighty hallelujah. Yes. Now, let us continue reading. All right? Let us now see what the finishers get once they reach the finish line. Okay? Let us continue reading to verse 8. This is very interesting. Okay? So 2 Timothy chapter 4, and let us continue at verse 8. Now, there is in store for me 
the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Ooh, you hear that? For the finishers, there is a crown of righteousness which the Lord will award you on the day of his return. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 4 calls it a crown of glory that will never fade away. Jesus said in Revelation chapter 2 verse 10, If we are faithful, even to the point of death, he will give us the crown of life. Who here would like to have that crown? Would you like to have that crown? Yes. So, then it's important for you to know that in the Gospel of Luke, chapter, four, chapter 22, verse 42, our Savior prayed to the Father that the cup should be removed. The cup represented physical suffering, not to mention the very judgment of God he would bear for the sins of the whole world. But Jesus quickly understood that that cup was necessary for his crown. Tell your neighbor, no cup, no crown. Yes, the journey to the throne is not a bed of roses. But fear not, because the one who is inside you, fighting for you, is greater than he who is in the world. Yes. It is yours already. You are destined to have that crown. And not only will you receive that crown, the book of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, verses 42 through 44, tells us that on the day of resurrection, you will be raised up in a new, imperishable, glorious, and powerful body. Are you ready for that? Yes. Then tell your neighbor, I am born, I am born. To, be a to be a finisher. Yes, that is why when he sees you, he sees success. When he sees you, he sees greatness. When he sees you, he sees your testimony. So yes, in conclusion, we can see that for those who are in Christ Jesus, the best is always yet to come. Jesus said in the Gospel of John, just before he died on the cross, it is finished. Three days later, he rose again and now reigns in victory for all eternity. Yes, Jesus Christ was born to be a finisher and his disciples are destined to be just like him.
all men fall. But great ones get back up. A great one is one who knows that heaven is their home. In this world, they're simply passing through. Those who refuse to get back up are overwhelmed by their situation. But listen, let me tell you something. Prophet T.B. Joshua says, there was nothing like failure in the mind of God. Therefore, there was nothing like failure in his future plan for you. So why should you listen to the suggestion of Satan and choose failure? You have listened to the suggestion of Satan long enough. He told you you need to cheat and steal in order to get ahead in life. He told you you need to drink and do drugs in order to feel happy. He told you that you need to sleep around to find a wife or a husband. Enough is enough! Tell your neighbor, enough is enough! Enough is enough. Yes. Enough is enough. Now is the time. This New Year's is the time to put your faith in someone who is wiser, stronger, and more trustworthy than yourself. Now is the time to make the wisest choice and to grab onto the hand of Jesus like sinking Peter in the raging sea and walk on top of the water. Yes, if you are ready to accept the everlasting peace that Jesus Christ has to offer, then pray with me this prayer. Lord Jesus, give me the spirit of a finisher. Give me the will and the desire to complete what I have started today. Give me your peace, give me your wisdom, and give me your strength to continue. In Jesus' name. Congratulations. Tell your neighbor I'm a child of God. Defeat and failure are things of the past. I am blessed. I am saved. I am born to be a finisher. Let us sing together. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. So yes, let us meditate on this. As we begin the new year 2018, the year of new beginning. I want to wish everyone a happy new year. May God bless his word. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you know that this is the new year that the Lord has made and you rejoice and